In a world of fog, clarity has become couture. Hey there, my name is Lindsay, and you're listening to the official Clarity Couture podcast, where we deep dive into clarity cultivation, aligning to your soul blueprint, and ultimately mastering your mind. Your body is a vehicle for your soul, and your thoughts are the GPS for your reality. This is why it is so important to drive yourselves well. Once you master your mind, you master your life. What's up, guys? This is Lindsay here with Clarity Couture. I'm so grateful that you took the time to click in and listen today. Thank you for being present with me. So, <laughs> I know this is a little wild, but I've been watching Star Trek. This is something that my dad watched all through my childhood. And uh, I kind of just, oh, okay, it's cool, they're in space. Um, it freaked me out more than anything. Uh, the idea of being in space was terrifying to me growing up. So, even though I was always around those shows... Star Trek and Star Wars, there is a difference. <laughs> I was never too excited to dive into the idea of space and the exploration of space. Flash forward to now, where Earth is probably the equivalent of the neighborhood where, you know, they like drive by and like lock their doors. Put your shields up. <laughs> We're driving by Earth. It's a, it's a shit show right now. So don't look out your window, kids. Just look straight. <laughs> don't look them in the eye. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's a different time now. And I was, I was, I don't know, scrolling Instagram and seeing something about Mars and the rovers on Mars being capable of creating oxygen. And as humans, we need that to obviously survive. So the scientific research has obviously taken leaps and bounds from the time that I was 12, 13, you know, very successfully avoiding watching these shows to now. And the one consistent thing that I'm, I'm realizing with these shows that Earth, you know, humanity, the collective doesn't seem to have is the ability to work together in tandem, right? So all of these shows, they revolve around having a team. There's a captain who is in charge of A through Z, and there is a crew that answers to the captain. Now, they don't answer to the captain simply because they have to. There is a level of trust there because they know that that captain is the best person for that job. The struggle with Earth seems to be that everybody wants to be the captain, right? And not everybody is acclimated to the stresses of uh, what a captain would be acclimated to. Not everybody is capable of those abilities, right? And very much like a crew on a ship that is on the water, every person there has a job to ensure that it works. And I remember going and living on my grandfather's hand-built, it took him 40 years, this is not a lie, you can Google it, it's called Witch of Wood. My grandfather built a pirate ship, and it is actually in the Bay Area, <laughs> Vallejo Marina to be exact. And he did this by hand. And I remember asking my grandfather, uh, he's passed away now, so RIP grandpa, but I remember asking him, you know, there was no YouTube. There was no any instructional type of thing around 40 years ago for you to build this ship by hand. Now, this is bending the wood, okay? Like, if, if you don't know how a pirate ship is built before we had the fiberglass and all the other types of boats out there, they had to make it by wood. And you had to very carefully start with a, a flat piece of wood and bend it so that you could, you would have the bow of the ship 
I know that I'm probably not naming all of the terminology correctly here because uh, I, I definitely wasn't around for the building of the ship. So anyways, I wasn't around for the, the building of the ship. <laughs> this is all hearsay from my grandfather. So when I asked him, hey, Grandpa, how did you, how did you build the ship? <laughs> there was nothing around telling you to do it. He looked me in the eye and he said, I read. I read every book that I could. And then he followed up with, and every book that I read to build this boat is on this boat. And I remember just being blown away by the drive and the resilience needed to spend 40 fucking years building a boat by hand. Now, he was the first person to tell you he didn't do it alone. He had a lot of people that believed in that dream with him. And if that group of people hadn't believed in that dream with him, granted there were there were multiple groups of people over 40 years, but if, if there hadn't been that group of people that solely believed in what he was doing, it wouldn't have happened. And there's a consistency with these space shows where they all have a focus and a belief and they all know that they all work symbiotically together. And if they don't, they're not going to get to where they need to go. Their ship could combust or all kinds of, there are way crazier things happening in space than there are here on Earth. And that just, that brings me to that next point. That's like, I truly believe, me personally, okay, that, that what we're experiencing now is is not a, a reckoning of the world is ending, but it is the preparation for that next step for us. And seeing that they have created oxygen on Mars with a rover, right? Like, no one even needed to be there. That really tells you how far we are and how close we are to this next step. So I remember being 12 and 13. And being fucking terrified of space. So now I'm going to jump into the time travel and, and time not being linear, right? It's an aspect of maybe my fear was the fact that I knew we would be here in my lifetime. I was afraid because I felt we weren't currently ready for it, right? Or where you jump into the rovers now and the fact that they're, they really are planning trips to Mars. This is happening. We're doing this. This is, we now have U.S. Space Force and we have a space program kind of like what they have on Star Trek. Because when you think about it, they have to have a group of people that stand for something to stop what other fuckery might happen along the way, right? So anyway, I feel like I'm kind of all over the place here. But my main focus, my main point of this is when we're struggling on Earth, right? I kind of just want to shift the perspective. Earth is just one planet. And I genuinely feel like humans in the future, you know, maybe our children or our children's children will be in space. These will be issues that they will be dealing with. And I'm just wondering how much longer the idea of duality and one guy being at the top and beating all other people is going to play out because it's clearly a paradigm that doesn't work. And I just go back to the idealism of being on a spaceship, not because I want to get the fuck off this planet. It's nothing like that. It's like for someone like me who has lived their life completely alone for the majority of their life. And now this isn't a poor, poor me thing. To put this in perspective for everyone, I had no idea that it is unhealthy for a human to spend so much time alone until the quarantine happened and I was speaking with my housemates and they're going, I was losing my shit being alone every day, all day long. And it clicked in my mind, I am one of the people, and I'm sure there's there's a low percentage, I don't think this is all, uh, the whole world, obviously, but I think there's a very low percentage, but a consistent percentage of people who really have been alone who don't know the difference of a quarantined life to a non-quarantined life. 
So going back to this whole like idealism of Earth and how there's like someone has to conquer everyone and our views need to be right. I just want to open up the idea of humans not being the only thing out there. And if we have the inability to see different perspectives with another human, how the fuck are we going to survive in space? Like, I, honestly, I feel like the other beings out there might just be like, listen, let's just blow them up. I mean, how would you feel, you know, if a, an, an alien life form just popped out and was like, listen, we're the elite, we're better than everyone, we know everything, and you're wrong. Fuck you, uh, we're gonna bomb you. That perspective isn't gonna do anything but get our planet blown up. <laughs> like, and this is really where we need to be thinking because this is where we're going, whether we like it or not, whether so-and-so is the president or not, it doesn't matter because it's so much bigger than that. And that's literally where my mind has been for like a week and a half. So I had planned on repurposing a YouTube video about fear. And then when I had listened to it again, it was a little bit more combative than I had wanted to be. It was something that I filmed previously, so chose not to upload it. It's actually uploaded, ready to go. I just have to hit prove and it will be live, but I just didn't feel like that aligned with kind of what I'm trying to share with the world now. So unfortunately, I'm not going to put that video up as a repurposed podcast simply because it's it's like it's just pushing more duality. You know, the basis of that whole video was fear is kind of the virus and fear in itself really is it's just whatever fear is fear. It's our ideas and our perspectives held to things that are keeping us dualistic from another. We're we're keeping ourselves separated. And as long as we're separated, we're not seeing the bigger picture, which is us coming together and literally stepping to that next chapter. Humans are meant to grow. We're meant to evolve. And if we're not evolving together, we're devolving. And that's kind of what's going on. So I'm just, everything I was like pushing and I wanted to talk about and all the mindset stuff, I, I think I've been blown apart because that's still so dualistic in the whole aspect of things things and I don't want to stay in duality. I want to repeat that no matter what somebody's doing to the left or the right, it really isn't them, it's us and they're just a mirror for us. And so the longer we keep pointing out all the things that are wrong or this is what this is, it's still dualistic. It's still keeping us separated. And so this whole thing, I'm just going to go all the way around. Sorry if I hit the, I think I hit the mic. I'm just going to go all the way around to it is to stay in duality is to keep us from evolving. And so I believe that those in power, whomever they may be, understand the power of us evolving as a group. Fuck. I'm watching the Star Trek shit like, man, this is going to be fun. I mean, this isn't going to be in my lifetime. This is like a hundred years out, but shit. I mean, I have, I have a son. So like my family could be in there, you know, and, and that's exciting. And I can't seem to focus on these, these dualistic matrix as just doesn't matter if we were to get hit with a solar flare and the earth was knocked out type of thing. Like, what do we have to keep us here if the planetary alignment begins to shift in a way where we can't handle life on earth that's where my mind is and it's exciting it isn't scary like it was when i was 13 it's exciting like damn this is happening and we're literally on that next sled and that's so exciting to me so that was just kind of what i want to put out there this week is just you know fight the duality fight the need to find duality and question why okay so you you have a human that you don't like 
imagine being like on a giant spaceship and not just with humans, but several other types of entities, right? Wouldn't that be a little more of a struggle? Like, wouldn't then you be sticking with your humans? Because, you know, that that ideal of racism and separation is always still going to be there. And I think that's part of our evolution is to learn to, to accept what is and those around us for what they are so that we can evolve together. And it's just, I feel like I'm going in circles. So this is just, that's all I wanted to talk about today, guys, is just the the idea of evolution. And we can't evolve if we stay separated. That's all. And my podcast is at 1616, so I feel like that's a good time to end it. Don't forget that your body is a vehicle for your souls. And it's so important to remember that your thoughts are the GPS, the navigation system for your soul. So whatever you're thinking is where your body, that's where your reality is going to take you. It's very important to ensure that you're choosing positive things, things that enjoy, you know, not toxic positivity, but just look to the future. What can we change? How can you be the change today? I love you guys. Talk to you later. Namaste.